Hey, hi there. Happy Friday. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving surrounded by those you most care about. Today's episode is very short, but also different. Today, I'll be featuring a member of the audience that submitted a recorded question via my website. And so I think I've mentioned before that you're able to go to www.brandtheinterpreter.com and submit a recorded message to me. If you submit a question, whether that be a general question or a question to a past guest, I can feature it on a Friday Q&A. So I hope you think about it. Come on, it'll be fun. Just pose your questions and record it. It's very short clip and I'll feature it here on a Friday Q&A. Anyway, in the meantime, you're thinking about it. Here's a question from one of our listeners. Hello, my name is Catalina. I am 22 years old. I am a student of foreign languages. I want to be an interpreter. My native language is Spanish, and I would like to know what can I do today to start practicing to be an interpreter? Thank you and greetings from Colombia. Hola, Catalina, and saludos to Colombia. Um, thank you so much for posing your question first and foremost and for having the courage to record it and allow me the opportunity to share it for other listeners that perhaps are asking the same question. It is a question that is dear to my heart because when I first started in the field, I had the very same question myself. And it took me a very long time to find my community of interpreters um, that were going to assist me and become my guides or my mentors. So thank you for posing the question um, on this platform. And I'm hoping that the responses help you out. First and foremost, I will always recommend looking for formal training. The quality of the content that you'll receive is much richer than anything that you can do on your own. Most of these courses that are offered at universities or community colleges or even independent companies are going to offer you not just the curriculum, but the experience from the professors. Most of these universities' professors are experienced interpreters in the field themselves. And so I'll always recommend that as your number one thing to do if you're wanting to become an interpreter. Look for training. Nowadays, because of COVID, you'll find that a lot of these trainings are online. So you're able to look for something and be able to attend virtually. And they've designed this curriculum in a way that's still engaging and enriching, even if it's online. So I'm going to recommend that always as your number one. However, that being said, I have interviewed guests that are quite successful in their chosen specializations and did not start with formal training, but they did know that there was a standard of practice that needed to be followed in order to ensure success with their clients. So you can start independently on your own practicing to become 
and interpreter by doing a few exercises on your own. Now, I'm not talking about jumping jacks or sit-ups. By this, I mean that what you'll want to do is, number one, for instance, you could interpret TV shows or anything that you're watching for that matter. Say, for instance, you're watching a TV show in Spanish then interpret it into English. Or if you're watching a show in English, then, you know, you do the opposite. You interpret it into Spanish. There's different modes of interpreting. Again, something that is taught in a formal interpreter training program. You can take notes and try to repeat back what was said, depending on your notes. This technique is not as easy as it sounds, and this is something you would learn in training. And if you really want to kick it up a notch, record yourself. So you can use your phone and simply record yourself as you're interpreting back the message. And this helps so much just by listening to where you need more practice. This could be whether it's your tone of voice, whether you're going too fast to catch up, whether you're missing some of the information, whatever it might be. I know that we have a hard time listening to our own recorded voices sometimes, but it really is very helpful to try to record yourself just so that you can basically grade yourself. Another technique that is often used in formal training is shadowing, which basically entails you repeating in the same language whatever it is you're listening to for long periods of time. And again, recording would definitely help you here just because you're able to play it back and see if your message is concise um, you know, if it's making sense, and this is called shadowing. So let's say you turn on the radio or the TV and you start repeating in your same language, excuse me, in the same language, uh, the message that you're hearing on the radio or on the TV. That's called shadowing or parroting. You can do it while you're washing dishes, while you're driving, while you're exercising, anything that, you know, doesn't require uh, too much uh, thought that you're able to be able to, to add something else. So instead of listening to music, you would be practicing. Again, something that is also offered in formal training because this technique is something that you have to practice to be able to ensure that you are in fact interpreting the meaning of the message and there is techniques and skills in order to be able to do that. But I also know that in formal training, this is something that is offered as, you know, just training basics for yourself that you can independently do. Plus it helps your brain to just, you know, be able to think in the two languages. So this was definitely something that was very helpful, helpful, excuse me, during the training. Number two, I would say volunteer, but volunteer strategically in an area that could use your help. So right now, if you have the two languages, what's most important, particularly if English is your second language, you want to practice it. So look for local organizations or maybe nonprofit organizations in your community or in your area that can 
use your help. And that way you're able to continue practicing, you know, your basic language skills, and then we'll develop into uh, something that's more specific. You'll begin looking later on once you feel a little bit more comfortable with, you know, the two languages, looking into specific areas that interest you. So whether that be in education, medical, court interpreting, you know, and, and find out what the requirements are for each of these in order to be able to get in and, and become an interpreter for that chosen specialization. There's so many Catalina to choose from. So don't limit yourself by just those that I just mentioned. Those are maybe the most popular, but definitely not the only ones. And so you really want to be strategic in where you volunteer because this will, you know, develop an interest in you and possibly even just open doors to other opportunities. And lastly, I would recommend that you look for other interpreters within your area or right now, since everyone is connecting virtually, um, just in general that are also beginners that maybe want to start up a group just to be able to uh, practice the skill sets and maybe even share resources. Maybe someone that is also interested in interpreting has a resource that you haven't yet connected to. And if you don't have a local group, create one and invite others to be a part of this group so that you guys can practice with one another and, um, you know, become more comfortable with using the languages and using it not just to be a bilingual individual, but using the bilingual abilities to become an interpreter. I hope that helped you some. Thank you for submitting your question. Please feel free to connect anytime. Again, if there's any other questions that you may have, and by all means, record it and submit it. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to drop in on a Friday. I hope that maybe this encourages for you to to submit a recording, a Q&A. Like I said, this could be in general, a question in general that you'd like to submit, or maybe for one of our past guests that have been on the show, if there was something specific you were interested in and that was not answered during my conversation with them, by all means, submit your questions and I'll make sure to connect with that former guest so that they can submit their specific response to you. It's super easy. All you have to do is visit the website, www.brandtheinterpreter.com. Just find the Let's Connect located at the top of the menu bar of the homepage. And once you're there, you'll see a SpeakPipe widget. And it says, send a voice message to Brand the Interpreter. Hit that little orange start recording button and your message will be sent directly over to my inbox. And that way, as soon as I receive it, I'll make sure to add it to a special episode of Friday Q&As with Brand the Interpreter. See? Easy peasy. I hope you have an amazing weekend. We'll connect again in December. Can you believe that, guys? December 2020 as we uh, wrap up the first season of Brand the Interpreter. Thank you guys so much. Till next time. And remember, Brand the Interpreter. Bye-bye.